You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, everybody, and welcome to an emergency episode of the Talking Chop Podcast. I am your host, Brad Roland, coming to you solo on a Sunday morning. Uh, our plans for the podcast were a bit derailed. There will be plenty of Road to Atlanta coverage about the MLB draft in the next couple of days, and then myself and a guest or a co-host, however you want to say that, will be coming up later, like middle of the week was our plan, but then big news dropped on Saturday night, very, very late into Sunday morning. And that is the news that Ronald Acuna has torn his ACL. That is obviously uh, excruciating news for everyone involved, Braves fans, the Braves, especially Ronald Acuna. It's his right knee. Uh, the video you probably have seen at this point in time, um, the folks at Bally Sports tweeted out the full five-minute reaction that included Ronald suffering the injury as well as trying to walk off the field being unable to, uh, breaking down uh, emotionally. That was tough to watch. I wouldn't watch it more than once if you were going to watch it at all. But the reality is that the Braves then announced things on a Saturday night that um, Ronald was going to be out. It's not just a report. Um, it's been it's been announced by the Braves. And uh, this was the worst-case scenario, obviously. I mean, I guess it could have been every ligament in the knee if you want to be uh, a pessimist. But the hope going into Saturday night, at least for me, was that potentially he just hyperextended his knee. Um, we've seen that in certain instances where it looks like it could be an ACL and you know, miraculously the ligaments do not break down. But the Braves announced that it's going to be season-ending surgery as of middle of July. No surprise there. Um, Jeff Passan of ESPN reported a 9- to 10-month timeline for Ronald Acuna. That is actually a little bit less than you would think. Uh, traditionally, it's seen as a one-year injury, so maybe that's a little bit optimistic. 
Nine months would take him into the middle of April next year, 10 months into the middle of May, and so on. So uh, in terms of the 2022 season, there is uh, it seems to be optimism that he can be a uh, significant contributor for the Braves next year. But even then, it's so early that I don't want to even speculate too much on that. But at least it's not a, a full, you know, season and a half long injury at this moment in time. But regardless, he's going to be out for the rest of this season. And while it goes without saying that Acuna's loss is significant, he has been an incredible player for Atlanta, their best player this season. I'm going to run on a few numbers for you here, sort of tell you how good he has been, um, especially when you take into account the fact that he is still a very young baseball player. Um, the fact that he's able to do all of this at the age of 23, he'll be he will not even be 24 until December. Keep that always in mind about him. I know he's been around for a long time, but he's still very very young. A quick rundown here. So at the time of the injury, as of this morning, Ronald Acuna is second in the National League in Fangraphs WAR among position players at 4.0 in 82 games. That's effectively an eight-win pace for him, which is tremendous. He is third in home runs with 24. He is number one in the National League in runs score with 72. Tied for third in stolen bases with 17. Tied for fourth in OBP at 394. And second by himself in slugging at 596. Tied for second in WRC Plus at 161. Even top 10 in batting average, number two in OPS. Fourth in total bases, fifth in walks. I could keep going, but it tells you that Ronald Acuna may not have been the MVP for sure this year, um, in particular because the Braves have struggled a little bit, and that usually matters in the MVP voting to some degree but he is one of the best players in baseball. If you want to make an argument that he's the best player in baseball, you probably could do that. This year, it's probably been Shoy Otani, who's been ridiculous, or Jacob deGrom. But um, at, at the very least, I would say Acuna is one of the top five players that you would rather have on your roster for moving forward in the entire league. And uh, he's been, if not the brightest spot for the Braves, I think pretty clearly the brightest spot for the Braves, honestly. There's no even, no even to requalify there. And this news is even more... You know, it's nothing's more brutal than this, but it's one of those things where throughout the season, I'm not the first person to make this point. Many people have said this in the last, you know, couple of hours since this news broke. But throughout this pretty frustrating season for the Braves, a lot of the optimism has been drawn from Ronald Acuna. A lot of sentiment about, you know, you know kind of at least the Braves have Acuna kind of stuff when they were down in the dumps and losing and um, in frustrating fashion. And he's just been this bright light for the organization throughout and now, um, I guess ironically, on some level, the Braves have had their you know, one of their best stretches of the entire season so far in the last couple of days. And uh, right as that happens, their best player goes down for the season. So in terms of fallout, there's plenty to get into. I don't want to dive in crazy deep here. But at the moment, when I'm recording this on Sunday, the Braves have now climbed their way back up to 44 and 44 on the season which is, does not sound fantastic, but it is also their, you know, tied for their second best, tied for their best mark of the season. Um, for the record, they have not been above 500 all year long. They've, they've been at 500, at 4-4, four and four, at 12-12, 12 and 12, at 17-17, and 17, at 24-24, and 24, and 29-29. And 29. But this is the longest break between 500 records. You know, they played 30 games since then, they're 15-15, and 15, but they had to climb all the way back down from, a, from the depth. So, they could win on Sunday. If they do, that'll be the first time all year that they are above 500. But um, it also throws into chaos, like plans for the trade deadline and the rest of the season. You know, there's been this argument brewing on Braves Twitter and across the blogosphere about 
whether the Braves should buy or sell or do nothing at the deadline. And we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. But clearly this, at least in my mind, this move, this injury sends the Braves um, at least away from buying in my view. Now, could they still do that? Certainly. You know, if they keep, if they stay hot the next couple of days and weeks, they're only four games back of the Mets right now. And also the Braves have the best run differential in the National League East, which is uh, funny. I think most of that's because they have a couple of very lopsided wins, but uh, it all sort of comes, comes out in the wash, I guess, at the end of the day. But the Braves could buy. Um, but right now, if you, look, if you look at the roster, it is pretty um, tough to argue that without Ronald Acuna, this team is a big playoff threat this season. Um, you know, it's baseball. Anything can happen. That's always worth saying. But um, I've made the point before that even even with, even with Ronnie, they were kind of having some roster issues dating back to the losses of Soroka and Darno and Ozuna. And now they're even more shorthanded. So it's uh, it's tough to argue that they were they're, they're in a great spot to make this run. But um, at the same time, there are some positive updates um, recently on Travis Darno and Waskar Inoa, etc. So I, I would say, just long story short, it is hard for me to see the Braves actively buying right now. But maybe they want to do that to replace Ronnie. But the outfield is a mess at the moment, to put it very kindly. Um, there are some talented options, and the Braves have gotten a lot of quality production from like Abraham Amante um, and Guillermo Heredia, guys that were not supposed to be making a big contribution to this team this year. They've been able to get some production out of those guys. But if you take Ronnie away and look at the outfield, Ronnie and Ozuna, I, I suppose, um, and look at the outfield production, um, the leading player in plate appearances is Heredia, who um, has a, you know, he's actually been pretty solid. And then you go into Almonte, again, been pretty solid. Both of guys are still sub-800 OPS guys, though not, not, nothing huge. And then you go to Ender, you have Pache in the minor still. Um, you have Adrianz that can play out there a little bit. But, at the, you know, all, long story short, they cannot replace Ronald Acuna. That's the pretty much the moral of the story here. He is an irreplaceable player. Um, could they do something in the future to act and maybe paper over the absence, potentially, but... Um, a conflicting time because the biggest story by far is the absence of Ronnie. And we, again, we, we wish him the best in the recovery and I hope that he gets well soon and also comes back in full force. Um, I know he'll work very, very hard to do that. And I think the positive side here would be that he is so young and ACL injuries are not um, career threatening, knock on wood. Usually at this, at this point in time, the, the science is advanced to the fact where ACL injuries uh, they'll, they'll knock you out for a year, but they're usually, uh, again, knock on wood again, they're usually not um, hugely impactful moving forward. So that would be the hope he can come back in a year and be, uh, you know, the best player in baseball or close to it once again. So many more thoughts coming in the near future on this injury and on the Braves fallout, but they're going to need more from everybody to make this team um, what they want it to be in the near future. But uh, for now, Ronald Acuna out for the season. Uh, you know, no All-Star game, all that stuff for him. And uh, we'll have plenty more on the feed. One more time, I want to plug um, Road to Atlanta, um, our other podcast, uh, the Minor League Focus podcast ho hosted by Eric and Friends, um, is going to have a big week ahead of them with regard to the MLB draft, which actually begins tonight as I record this. Sunday night is the first round, and uh, they'll have reactions to whatever the Braves do on this feed. That is also worth noting. In addition to that, um, we'll have myself and someone else sometime during the All-Star break to sort of preview the second half, talk about what happened in the first half, maybe more reflections on Ronald Acuna, etc. So, thanks for listening. As always, everybody, it's going to be pretty short, but I want to at least get something on the feed here from me. You can hear my, hear my voice. I have not been on in a little bit, but uh, here we are, and we'll have much more to come on the Talking Talk podcast. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.